0: Show. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Caltech Show.
1: It is 832 on The Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I don't know what happened there either. Fine with me. I'm very excited for this weekend. I'm Me most too. excited to go sit in Raymond James Stadium for the first time in years without a mask, watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Atlanta Falcons. Don't forget, tomorrow we've got to do football picks again. Yeah. Oh. I won money in FanDuel, lost to you guys here on the show. <laughs> I'm not good at picking uh, teams for sure. I'm good at uh, I'm good at analyzing the players, thinking about it, and then letting my son finalize my lineup. That seems to work the best for me. Uh, all right, it is uh, definitely late, but ladies and gentlemen, time for a brand new open letter from Galvin.
2: And now an open letter from Galvin. This is an open letter to mascots. Dear mascots, seriously. Now, I'm not talking about mascots for sports teams like Thunderbug for the Lightning. They're great. They make sense because they get people into cheering for the team. I'm talking about if you watch any TV that you'll see different businesses trying to sell their products, and a big way they'll do it is by using a company mascot as their salesperson. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. I'm looking right at you, Lemu the Emu and Doug. (laughs) I'll be honest. I've seen these two out there selling a million times. I actually had to google to find out who they work for it's not working no one is saying how funny those two are like the first time you saw that camel doing the mike 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 it's hump day you laughed at it but the first time i saw jerk and emu i said nope but they're sticking with it good luck i guess progressive has flow she's annoying isn't she but you know what we learned about her during the pandemic flow has a lot of really annoying work friends The black guy, the ginger, the lady with the annoying voice. How'd that pitch meeting go? Hey, you know how people hate flow? What if we just keep adding more annoying people to our commercials? Oh, I love it. Let's do it. Geico? Too many. You got the lizard, you got the caveman, the stacks of money with the googly eyes. Affleck is looking at you and laughing. They have a duck. That's it. Change who does the voice? Fine. But guess what? He's going to sound exactly like the other guy, and he'll always be a duck. I say Affleck, you say Duck. Affleck, Duck. Duck. Affleck, Duck. Uh (laughs) They nailed it. Tony the Tiger, Energizer Bunny, Toucan Sam, Pillsbury Doughboy, Colonel Sanders, and I don't know why, but for some reason I want to hurt the Snuggle Bear. I really hate that guy. Then there's Domino's. They actually had to bring back the Noid, but it doesn't even make sense now. Before... It used to be the Noid was trying to interfere with the delivery driver so that it would take longer than 30 minutes, and then I'd get my pizza for free. But now, Domino's, do the le- they don't do the less than 30 minutes deal, or it's free, so now the Noid is just trying to make my pizza late. For what? Out of spite? Not cool, Noid. You've changed. I'm Galvin from the Mike Kelta Show, and this has been an open letter to mascots.
1: I have to tell you, you're going to be so mad at me, I don't. I don't uh, particularly love it, but I'm not mad at the uh, limo, Emu, and Doug. And,
2: uh, <laughs> you know that they're trying so hard, and you know they're like, oh, this is going to be a great one. We're going to have him, and he's going to wear a wig. and, and it's like well, ugh.
1: the problem is that the agency is going to be like, we need to go. Everybody's doing wacky stuff for insurance. We need to find something wacky, and they came up they with didn't that, no, find I it. Will, I will tell you. Oh, it's wacky. Uh, I will tell you that I don't know the name of the insurance company. I, mean, right. I didn't even so, know it
3: was insurance.
1: Yeah. So, and I'm not going to be like, we need insurance for our cars. Uh, you know, you know what I did when I needed insurance for a car? I'm going to be honest with you. Drew does an endorsement for Italiano insurance. We needed insurance because my guy. You did. What? I said, of course you uh, did. Well, my guy um, uh, who I used was not doing it anymore or whatever. So I called Drew up and I said, hey, how's that Italiano to use? And he goes, there are great people, blah, blah, blah here. Call this person. And now we, we're slowly moving everything to them. They've been wonderful. So uh, that's how you do it. I, there's no way I'm going to go to my wife. Well, we need new homeowner's insurance. Well, let's get the EMU one. That <laughs> seems to be, they seem like they got their stuff together. It was a weird guy with a wig and an EMU. Um, you know, there have been a couple of those commercials that made me snicker one time. Uh, but I don't know what the goal is. Like if I if I'm going to buy insurance, I don't want to buy them from a guy in a wig and a and a big bird. That yeah. just seems like it's not appropriate. At least Flo, you got a human being, and she's always talking about what you can get and what you can't get. And uh, they're all they all have to do something to get your attention. But I
2: got to tell you, Subway is putting out so much money to have
1: their commercials. Oh, they have
2: the most. They have the biggest celebrity athletes. <laughs> the biggest but you know, why? I mean, it's crazy
1: because what do we all think, Jared? Yeah, mm-hmm. they're yeah. They're yeah. trying to cover it up. Subway, I told you, your food stinks, but we're not mad at you about Jared. You didn't do anything. You, just, you found it's a fat your kid fault. who became less of a fat nerd by eating your sandwiches, and you were like, this would be a great commercial, and you did it, and it made you guys super famous. We did not know he was trying to molest kids and, and all that <laughs> other stuff. So uh, it's not your fault, Subway. All is forgiven. I just your food wonder- <laughs> stinks, but Jared wasn't your fault.
2: I just wonder if, like, Michael Strahan plays those commercials all the time. Me and my good friend Jared. Oh. It's like,
1: oh, Michael, what do you are you in and on? Oh, I didn't even think about that.
2: Oh yeah, they are all like hey, my good friend Jared.
1: Oh man. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they had um, uh, Clay Henry. Clay Henry, mm-hmm. he was a fireman who was really fat, and then he <laughs> ate a lot of subs and he got skinny. They had that guy, and then they had Cheryl Heimowitz, uh, and I only remember her name is because she was from Staten Island. So they could have just they could have gone, but Jared was the guy they chose. Yep. Old fat Jared, with this <laughs> giant. 4x pants, holding them up, looking like a fat fool, eating Subway. I you know always
2: what? find it interesting whenever they'll have a, a spokesperson for the commercial, and it'll be a celebrity, and then they bring in another celebrity. Yeah. And you're like, oh, are they taking over? What's going on? Like, uh, is that person mad now? Because they're bringing this other
0: person sure. in. Sure. Uh, when I was working with Drew, uh, when we first went to Afternoons, Jared was supposed to come on the show because it was the Heart Walk or something, and Kayla left him in the in the lobby for like an hour and a half and then he just left. Oh really? Yeah because we forgot that he was supposed to be there. Oh wow. and I think I think Claudia had called, like sent Kayla an, an, an email, email yeah. like hey Jared from Subway's in the Ooh. lobby and we just totally blew him off and he, he sat there forever and then just walked up and, la- I, up and left.
1: I knew Jared a little bit like Jared if I saw Jared in the mall he'd be like hey Kyle. He come through all the time cuz we had him on the show a lot over the years and um I had heard a story that Jared stunk up uh the bus what's that uh what's that one band yeah. i figured out um uh, we have one song and we're still playing it puddle
4: of mud no 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 no, no, no. Uh, uh, blues
3: travel no no no, 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 no. Oh,
0: God, it's right. Uh... Oh,
3: Sister Hazel. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, he was evidently on Sister Hazel's bus and he took a dump, which is the number one rule. <laughs> you don't poop on a bus. But he's got, you know, subway cold cuts in his veins. So yeah. he took like a poop <laughs> yeah. on their bus. Pushed out and... a footlong. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Jared, man, what a weird turn of events that was. And that poor franchise lady in Sarasota who's like, um, I think he, I'm having sex with Jared, which if it isn't bad enough, I think he wants to molest any children or whatever he's oh. doing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, good thing they took that monster off the streets. Mm. Uh, let's talk to Mike, who's been holding for some time. Good morning, Mike. You're on the Mike the Show. How are you, sir? Where are you looking? Oh, uh, line one. Did he, oh, it's, it's not Tom. There anymore? What did I say? I'm Mike. Mike. He's yeah. Tom. Yeah.
2: There you go. Hi, go Tom.
1: Go How are you, sir?
6: <laughs> good. Uh, appreciate you taking my call real quick. I heard you guys talking about jobs. And um, I'm the program manager for the Road Rangers down here in the District 1, which is Manatee, Sarasota area, all the right. right. way down to the Broward County line. Okay. And I know you've had a couple of experiences with our Road Rangers, Mike.
2: I was going to say, you probably met, met him, Tom. I him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I have had experiences with yeah. Road Rangers in all counties, I think, sir, mm-hmm. for my inability to keep gas in my car.
6: Yeah. Well, we appreciate your, your positive talk, Bob. But we are looking for some Road Rangers in that area. So if anybody's, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a pretty good job, 12-hour shift.
1: Um, well, let shift, me ask you a question. What do you morning, What do you need to know – do you need to know basic mechanic skills or just maybe how to change a tire? Or what are the qualifications? Because that does seem like a good gig. You're just driving up and down the road, giving people gas.
6: Yeah, and that's, that's it's true. Um, they, we certify them in CPR. We teach them how to put out the cones. And, and our number one priority, keep them safe. And our first responders, they go to crashes and stuff. So they go to crashes, and the requirements are uh, drug test. Um, a good, clean, no felony background, uh-huh. and
1: we do most of the training ourselves. And how do they? What's the best way to get a hold of you? A website or a call? What do I need to do?
6: Yeah, we're advertising on Craigslist and/or a phone number. To the Mister Carbo is seven eight six four one two four nine two three. And go. I really appreciate your time. I love your show. I'm down here in Estero at the Fort Myers. That's that office and I lose you guys
1: all the time. Well, I appreciate you guys and I certainly appreciate the Road Rangers, not only for me, but for moving cars out of the way during rush hour and uh that's that's a, a real treat that we have that we're able to have you guys out there. So stay safe and if you're looking for a job, could give uh, give the guy a call today. That'd be pretty cool. That's me and my retirement age, sir. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come down and just comb yeah, the we, highways.
6: We hire, like, uh, like retired truck drivers and record drivers. They like to do it because it's just one or two days a week. But we could
1: really use some help in the Sarasota-Manatee area, sir. There you go. Well, we boom over there. So hopefully uh, if somebody's looking for a gig, they can give them a call. Thank you, man. Good luck to you guys. All right. Thank you, see, sir. See you, Have a good day. You too. Yeah, I mean, look, anybody who's telling me they can't find a job these days is full of garbage. Yeah. Uh, this is great. Um, okay, so we mentioned that Jared had been through town a lot over the years, and this is somebody who definitely has dealt with Jared because he's done appearances on TV and stuff. This is our friend Erica, who used to work for CW44. Erica, how are you? Uh, I might still work there, but uh, we can't really talk about that. And uh, Oh, you do you still a, work
2: there?
0: Yeah, she just yeah, said you I can't was, talk
1: about it. Is. Well, she just said that she worked <laughs> there still, so the cat was already out of the bag. Yeah, kid. dump it, dump it, dump it. No, uh, <laughs> all right, so, so so you probably dealt with Jared over the years.
7: Oh yeah, he used to come into the station every now and then to shoot uh, to shoot some some infomercial thing, and you know, he'd be walking around with his giant pants and hitting on all the girls. <laughs> that all that he <laughs> did was he after he got all skinny, he did nothing but hit on all the girls in the office, uh, and uh, to, to where it was uncomfortable. Well, <laughs> if that's... he wasn't in jail right now, he would have gotten canceled.
1: I never saw any evidence of that, and I've seen him around hot girls. He just seemed like a guy. I mean, look, you also can't blame a guy. He was a fat turd most of his life, and now he's skinny, and he's on TV, and he's got money. I mean, right. his whole Take life yeah. yeah,
0: Super recognizable. Film. Right, I mean, right. Anywhere he goes. But he was very he was very nice I mean he was he was he was very charming and
7: you know he he, he wasn't causing any problems so so fast Eddie from the Ron Ron show who used to work with us sure he 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 comes up, i'm I'm standing like right out in the uh, little uh, pit area in the in the promotions department and Eddie goes walking into the bathroom and i'm I'm talking to somebody and then Eddie immediately turns around and comes walking out of the bathroom and he quietly looks at me and says. Who aborted the fetus? In- oh,
2: oh no. <laughs> oh Lord.
7: You know what though? And we're uh, like we're like, what? And then two seconds later the production guy comes out of the studio and says, Hey, does anybody see Jared? We need him on the set. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jared out of the back. It's
1: a yeah, sweet like,
0: onion chicken teriyaki. Yeah,
1: you gotta think all those processed cold cuts he's been eating his whole life. That's gotta be disgusting. Oh, oh dude, we were Die and laugh, and we went and got the yellow
7: tape and put it up over the... uh... (laughs) That's
1: that's hilarious. That's
7: my Jared story. There you go.
1: Thank you very much. You and and Sister Hazel are in your own group. (laughs) That's funny. Um, uh, Listen, also, people poop. Okay. Let's be honest. Who who walked out of a I mean, it's very rare that you walk out of a bathroom after somebody poops next to you and go, Oh, that guy smelled like he pooped for Right. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because <laughs> I remember I went to when Bob Murray worked for um Veterans Ford, I went in there and pooped one time and he goes Oh, one of my sales guys said you just crushed the bathroom. I go, yeah. I go, I do everything at a plus. I give it, I give it a hundred percent from from working to pooping. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna, yeah. I'm very proud of that. I'm on who's. I mean, like no, I, I've never walked out of the bathroom and said, hey, uh, Sylvester's own poop next to me Smell like spaghetti. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna never. spend
2: some time in here. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, sitting I, it. We should make a candle out of that. Rocky's Sorry, poop. my poop smelled. Hilarious.
1: Uh, I want to talk about this story about this guy and this girl, uh, the boyfriend and girlfriend who uh, went hiking or camping across the uh, country, and he came back with, without her, which is blowing my mind. And
4: won't <laughs> talk to anybody? Well,
1: here's the thing, Carmen, okay? A couple of things. He did so, it. So, oh, well, I'm cool. not saying he didn't do it, but I'll but like the him. thing also is, like, if my wife was missing tomorrow... I would be out there and I'd I'd be at a podium and I'd be crying and I'd say, please help me find my wife and blah, 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 blah. And then eventually they're going to come in here and they're going to – because I'm their number one suspect already. They're going to try and find a thing where they could go, well, didn't you guys have a fight the other day? And I'm going to be like, what? And next thing you know, they're building a case against me. So I know that if something happened, innocent or not, the first thing I'm doing is getting representation. That's the one thing we've learned because – They'll build a case against you even if you had nothing to do with it. And that's what they're definitely going to do to this guy. So this guy came home and he lawyered up. Something happened. He can't. He's not going to talk to the press about it, but he told his lawyer, and his lawyer is working on it because he knows that they're going to try and turn it against him if it's not him. Or if he did do something, he's going to go into admitting it the right way. Like, he's going to come, they're going to strike a deal, they're going to go, fine, you killed her, tell us where the body is, and we'll only give you 10 years as opposed to 50. Well, and here
2: is also the reason why you want to lawyer up, is in some states, the cops can actually lie to you and tell tell you that they found evidence and stuff. Also, they, you know, a lot of times will get people of diminished capacity, or you're up for hours and they're talking to you, and they go, uh, hypothetically... What would you have done? How could this have happened? Then you start talking about it, and then they make you think that you did it. And false confessions happen all the time, but people cannot believe. That somebody would give a false confession. Everyone right here uh, listening and talking, I would never do that. But also, you would never do that in your right yeah. mind. But if you're up for 16 hours and you're the person died, you don't know what's going on and stuff, it may happen. They may trick you because that is their job to interrogate you but, and get that stuff. And not saying that cops are bad detectives. That's, you know, their, job. that's their job is in, to try and do that.
4: In this specific case, though, it took the mother, who did not talk to her daughter since August 25th, to then report it to the police um just a couple days ago or on the 11th I'm sorry um here, I'll this... I'll, bring,
1: I'll bring the timeline I got the timeline here, okay?
4: but I'm just saying but he like the person that was with her didn't tell anybody or call her parents if they had a fight or something like that I
1: So the couple embarked on a cross-country road trip in their 2012 Ford Transit van and they left on July 2nd they departed from Blue Point New York uh, and then she made her first Instagram photo documenting the trip was posted from Kansas on July fourth okay, and they have pictures of all the uh, of all the pictures beautiful shots too. they were going through the mountains um, next- they show their van on July eighth, tenth, and eleventh uh Petito, that's the boyfriend posted photos from Colorado. Uh, on July eighth in Colorado Springs, and two days later, she updated her uh, followers, posting a photo in Southern California's Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve. Boy, they made some some good time. On uh, July sixteenth and eighteenth, she posted uh, of uh, he posted of her and the uh, the guy, the boyfriend Landry, camping at Zion National Park in Utah. Uh, then on July 18th, she posted photos of her and the boyfriend from the Narrows at Zion inside the park. So there's, they documented the whole trip uh, all the way from the day that they left all the way up until uh, August with photos of where they were in the van and all that and no no sign that there was a problem. In fact, on August 19th, a couple launched a YouTube channel called Nomadic Static where they were able to uh, put all of their videos up on the... Uh, on the youtube site so now you're seeing videos on top of the uh, pictures uh petito's father said that he placed an uber eats order for the couple on august 21st when they were staying in salt lake city there was a power outage and she didn't have wi-fi so he ordered the food for them uh, and sent it to him Uh, petito's parents said the couple left salt lake city on august 24th petito posted to instagram for the final time on august 25th the photo showed her smiling and holding a small crocheted pumpkin with the caption, Happy Halloween. Uh, Like her second-to-last post, the August 25th Instagram post didn't include any location information. The photos, however, appeared to be captured in front of a mural featuring monarch butterflies titled Monarch and Moda. That artist, Jane Kim, painted the monarch at an artistic hub in Ogden, Utah, which is about a 45-minute drive from Salt Lake City. So right now, it doesn't seem like there's anything odd other than the fact that they weren't... Uh, specifically listing their location. Uh, Her family received texts from Petito's phone all the way up until August 30th. The mother told uh, the family that they received text messages from Petito's phone until the 30th, but couldn't be certain that the messages were actually coming from her. Petito said she was heading towards Yellowstone National Park. She seemed okay to me. Other than that, I don't know where the relationship was going with the boyfriend. Uh, Landry, the boyfriend, returned to Florida at an unknown date. He has since retained a lawyer. Uh, her mother reported Petito missing on September 11th, and police opened up an investigation. Uh, police said the van, the couple was traveling in the 2012 Ford Transit van with the Florida license plates, has been recovered. Uh, the boyfriend has not yet spoken with authorities and has declined to speak with the media directly, offering comment instead of uh, that through a lawyer. He, uh, They said, we showed up, we see the vehicle, we take the vehicle. Uh, this is... Um, The police in Northport, Florida. We make an attempt to talk with Brian and his family declined to make him available and they give us the information for his attorney. In a statement Monday, the Northport Police Department called Petito's disappearance odd, but said there has been no evidence that a crime has been committed. Uh, What are you
4: talking about? This whole thing is odd.
1: Yeah, odd. That's what they said. But there's no, there's no, nothing showing there's a crime. There's no sign of struggle. There's no sign of distress. Right. Um, the the uh, boyfriend released a statement through the lawyer. This is understandably an extremely difficult time for both the Petito family and the Laundry family. Uh, that's what the lawyer said. Uh, it is our understanding that a search has been organized for Miss Petito in, uh, in or near Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. On behalf of the Laundry family, it is our hope that the search for Miss Petito is successful and that Miss Petito is reunited with their family. On the advice of counsel, the Laundry family is remaining in the background at this juncture and will have no further comment. Petito's family also released a statement on Tuesday imploring Laundrie to help with the investigation. They said Brian is refusing to tell Gabby's family where he saw her. Brian is also refusing to explain why he left Gabby all alone and drove her van to Florida. Uh, These are critical questions that require immediate answers. Ooh,
2: it's her van? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah. A GoFundMe has been created by the family to support the search for Petito that has raised more than $27,000 as of Tuesday evening. Uh, I mean, the, it, with him not talking and with him coming back with the van without her, you have to assume that something major happened, and he is preparing that with his lawyer How to, when they discover that. like The lawyer, he might have been like, "Here, here's what happened. We got in a fight. I heard Mike Calde say it's easier to push her off a cliff than to get divorced. <laughs> I pushed her off a cliff, and she got stuck between the two cliffs like that guy who cut his arm off, and I just left her there. He goes, I got tired of waiting for her, and I left. And the lawyer's like, okay, well, you're going to be in trouble for that, but let's play it out because if they don't find her and they don't find the body and they don't have any story, there's no proof of a crime. They can't do anything to you. So let's just ride it out right now and see what happens. Yeah. He may be ready to confess or he may be ready to... But right now, he doesn't want to do anything. Hey. And look, don't get me wrong. They should set the guy on fire if that's the case. I'm not defending him by any means. Sounds- but the lawyer is telling him the smart thing to do so that he could probably avoid the death penalty or jail I time mean, or whatever he did.
4: I mean, just the fact that he drove her van across the country All right, and let me left give you her scenario, somewhere without calling any here's, authority or Let me give you, you the scenario.
1: What if he came back and she was banging some dude in the back yeah. of the van and she was like, I love him, I don't love you and we're going to go back to the Tetons and she laughed with that guy and he was like, later bitch, drove the van back and they were yeah. like, what happened? He goes, I don't want to talk about it.
2: Mm. You don't know what happened. Yeah. But, you, you're gonna assume. Here, here is a question where is her stuff?
4: Right. She would have she, she took with it with the guy. Yeah. But oh she no, no, no! of a little
2: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of no little
1: no of a of a Oh boy. of so she took her of No sign of her. She, met a, she met a new guy. a new guy. Took her backpack, took her shoes. Her vape pen and whatever other No, no, no. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not saying
2: had. like you know. Allegedly, maybe this is what happened. Did they say anything about her stuff being in the van? Stuff? No, they, no, no, they, no, they, they don't, don't have anything. Any. Yeah. There's, There's not a no trace sign. of her stuff. Ooh, no. That's which,
4: which, if she does have her stuff, she would have reached out to her mother because it's clear that but she has a good, But it's clear not. that yeah. she has a good relationship with her family. Maybe she's on drugs.
3: Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Maybe she's. Did you
0: see the inside of the van? What it looks like? No. It's the whole thing. It's like it's almost set up like a camper. Oh, it's a camper van. Yeah. It's got a bed. It's like they were living in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like set up like a camper.
1: Well, that's my dream. Yeah. Yeah. That's my this is all my dream. To be able to have a camper van, drive across the country, and leave my wife somewhere. <laughs> all my dreams. Yeah. I don't yeah. think she was the one posting
0: all these Instagram posts. Probably. Just not. because they came from her phone, their pictures.
1: And there was he no was a,
3: Or what if what if something did happen to her and they're investigating it already where this incident happened and they just that police Organizer hasn't reached out to this one yet because yeah. you know there's always a lapse, they don't communicate with each other. Oh, Maybe yeah. that's why he's lawyered up. He's like, they're still trying to figure out out there when it well, gets over here, it's gonna be everywhere.
2: Here's a couple things is yeah, just so everybody knows, uh, criminals, uh, anytime you post any picture, all pictures have geotags in them, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. they're in there, or whatever. Also, you if this guy, you know, they'll follow his uh, phone, digging off different towers Absolutely and stuff. Right. So they'll try and find out if there's but a situation where they veered off course, you know. And he, Do you was- know, what
1: I always want to know if they listened to the show. Yeah. They live in Northport. They were fans of the show. Uh, like yeah. if this guy is like, well, one day she went out to go make us coffee, and I was laying in the bed, streaming the my count the show. I mean, that's my dream. <laughs> is, uh, sort
3: of what? Uh,
1: yeah, and then the, uh, Carmen would be so mad, I kicked her off the mountain. Yeah. And, uh, I, mean. I don't know. I don't know what. I mean. I would assume he
4: did it. He did it. <laughs> I, I mean, the, allegedly, the, you know, most seems. of the
1: time the obvious thing is the answer. Yeah, so, right. It's how uh, razor. I I, yeah. get, I bet
4: it was something along the lines of like she told him he she was pregnant. Or something. Wow.
1: Well, they
2: oh. were. Do you know that they were engaged? Yeah, they were engaged, and then they called it off because they, they said they both felt they were too young to get yeah. married and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I wonder though, was I that a, a mutual or was it you know one Her the breaking other? it off? Could be. Yeah, and then exactly.
4: He's like, I knew it. Right. By the way, yeah. much yeah. Let's
1: love to the trip. Northport Fire Department donated one thousand one hundred dollars. Very oh, nice. yeah, vegan. Yeah. Um, what is look, that
4: GoFundMe for? For the search party? Sure,
1: to help with the uh, okay. Well, I was finding, just, you know finding out where where private investigator. Yeah, yeah. You know, any of I mean, things. I would be in a helicopter flying over the, the everything I could be just trying to find something.
0: I just feel for, for like her parents. That's got to be yeah. the worst. Where you don't know
1: if my daughter I, at my worst nightmare or nineteen or whatever, twenty two years old says to me, "I'm I'm going to go on a trip with a boy." I'm encouraging that. I'm encouraging yeah. her to go out and travel, but I'm going to be like, "Oh, by the way." um, uh, swallow this. and It's it's one of those Apple tracker things. And we're like, or That's the only way I'm letting turn you on the find
3: my... too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turn on the find my iPhone thing yeah. and have it let, just for this trip. You just leave it on for us. But also ah. think about that. Think about the
2: relationship you have with your kids and how you talk to them and stuff. And then all of a sudden there's just no
0: text oh, or li- anything. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. You know the, your kid. If your kid's okay, your kid's
3: texting you and letting yeah. you know what's happening and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. that's just the worst
3: and i never would have let my parents put any of that find my iphone stuff on me when i was that age
1: yeah joey didn't want us to do it either yeah and well and I, a- he didn't want us to do it either and i said to amanda he i go why don't you want us to do it he goes because all my friends have it and i don't want to have it and i don't i feel like they're tracking the kids and they're immature and blah 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 and i don't feel like i deserve that and i looked at amanda and i said he's right he's a good kid and if this really bothers him." Then we don't get it. But and why the does it really next, bother him? Then the very next day, he went to a party, and he was supposed to be home at 10 o'clock, and at 9.45, we couldn't get a hold of him, oh. and we lost our minds. And the the good thing on him was they were out on a boat, and they all left their cell phones on land. The, yep. the father said, leave the bo- cell phone on land so we don't know we lose their phones. And the, and he's like, I'm out on the boat. I can't make the guy go back. I can't call you. And and I let her know
3: before but everybody Ooh.
0: leave. The, that's the worst thing to do.
1: Yeah, everybody leave your no, phones no, it on was, land. It was a lake. It was. Oh, a okay. They but were also, going fast yeah, yeah. around the lake, and they yeah. were, and the father said, "Leave your stuff here," because everybody always drops their phone in the water. Right. And they all left their phone. So, but you're on a uh,
4: boat with an old older man. Oh, no, he was doesn't. The k- wa-
1: kid's father. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> <So anyway>. <laughs> the
4: kid's dad never did anything.
1: I uh, then I went and picked him up, and I go, I'm not mad at you because in the circumstances, oh, but we're putting the thing on your phone, yeah, and that's yeah, just how yeah. it goes, and we don't, uh, we don't, but we don't track him all the time, but when, you know, it's 10 o'clock, when and he's you supposed want to be know, home, yeah. or he's driving around on the golf cart, and we need to find out where he is, we know where he is.
2: So listen to this, uh, thanks to CMF Davis on uh, Twitter, he said, check out, uh, why, what?
1: My <laughs> brother, my brother just, <laughs> just texts me a picture of a map showing where his uh, daughter's car is in Los Angeles right now. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, she's, she's yeah, but she's 20 years old. You know what I mean? Guys. It's hilarious. Uh, he's, but he's got it nailed right in the parking spot. So this says, check
2: out the Wyoming Zone of Death, if you're not familiar with it, since they were at Yellowstone. So it says, the Zone of Death is the name of the 50-square-mile Idaho section of Yellowstone National Park, in which, as a result of a perpe- uh, perpetrator, Perpetrator? No uh, perp- perp- perpetuatory? Perp- no, it's perpetuated.
1: Perpendicular. Purported? P purported?
2: Purported.
1: Pur- purported. Okay.
2: Purported? Pur- uh loophole in the Constitution of the United States, a criminal could theoretically avoid prosecution oh, for, for any, any major. major crime up to and including
1: murder. Why though? What? The United States oh okay. Uh, this is because the jurisdiction includes all of Yellowstone National Park, which extends slightly beyond Wyoming's boundaries into Idaho and Montana. In addition, the federal government has exclusive jur- jurisdiction over the park, so crimes committed in the park cannot be prosecuted under any of the state laws. So that would be very interesting. Oh. Hey, Amanda, do you want to go to the zone of
3: yeah. death?
7: Yeah. Oh, my God. Somebody
3: else brought up a good point, too. I, uh, I, those assisted suicides are legal up in that area. So if she was sick and people didn't know about it and she wanted to do something like that. And you plan That's all right.
1: of that before you
3: leave. Uh, you make her
1: – and you're like – mom and dad here's a dvd we made right
3: but they're young you know what i mean if uh, they get caught up in the love moment but and, also yeah. but also
4: people have been calling in and there's been reports that there was a domestic yes. violence called oh, in right. utah oh, while boy. they were yeah. there
3: yeah uh-huh.
1: but yep. yes yep. i heard <laughs>
4: they were fighting
1: she right. wanted out they
4: were engaged they weren't engaged then they were fighting and now she's Zone gone of death. and he's uh-huh. not talking
1: let me talk to joe joe is on line one <laughs> good morning joe joe said he's friends with the uh, girls family how are you joe I am am well. How are you, Mike? Uh, Good. Um, First of all, I hope that the girl is recovered, Uh, no matter what the situation is. What do you know that that we may or may not be saying?
5: Two days before she uh, wound up missing, uh, the uh, sheriff in in Utah came out for a uh, domestic violence call. And uh, two days after, she was nowhere to be found. He drove the van back to Florida, and that's pretty much it.
1: Dude, now, look, the obvious thing is that they had some sort of problem and he might have done something terrible, but is there a possibility with you maybe knowing the family and all that they had a domestic call because she hooked up with another guy or she left with somebody else? No. Yeah, plus Uh, we would have heard for her by now. And
4: what's her relation with her parents? Because it seemed like the articles, it seems like they were close because she was keeping in contact with her mom throughout the trip.
5: They were very close, and you know, from from what I've heard, they uh, they were in areas where there was no cell phone service all through the desert, and you know, wherever they were, and you know, they, that's why there wasn't constant contact.
3: Right.
1: Well, how's the family? Do you ever talk to them? I mean, do they know they're uh, are, they, are they trying they're, to keep I mean, positive?
5: Destroyed totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's 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 a crazy situation. I mean, I. I that dude's a weirdo. Wow.
1: Um, you, you know I, him? You know him outside of the news story or no? Like you've met him before?
5: No, okay. not really. But if you if you go on to his uh, his uh, Instagram, you could just see it. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, he, he's not normal.
1: <laughs> well, I hope bloody for, uh,
5: yeah. for uh, yeah. That's what he draws. He draws bloody cartoons, and he's just he's seems like he's not me but
1: uh, yeah. i don't know well i hope they uh i hope they find their daughter either way hopefully she's okay uh i don't know what what the chances of that are but i sure hope that happens as well all right thanks pal appreciate the call yeah i heard about the domestic domestic violence call today but i don't know the details of it i don't even know if they released all of that and how do you what do you domestic violence call to a van they're yeah. the in a park, doing... but
4: if they're on a campsite and they're yelling and they're campsite. people, right? And they're people keeping people awake because every state has different rules when it comes to like different calls yeah and how they yeah. handle it. So they could go out there, and she's like, "I'm fine. I don't want
1: you know." Qu- question about this? Okay, let me just throw this out there, and I don't know this guy, so I'm not defending him. But what if they have a domestic dispute? The cops come, and she's like, "I." The cops come, they leave, and. Everything's okay. And she's like, I hate you. I don't want to be here. I'm leaving. And he goes, where are you going to go? And she's like, I don't care. I just don't want to be with you. And she grabs her bag and she takes off and she gets lost. And he's like, I've been looking for her for a whole day. I can't find her. She's lost. And he comes back to Florida and says, but, "Sure, a I mean, fight. So, she walked away call, and now I can't find her. But you, you call yeah. somebody.
4: You would report that. If you were actually actively looking for that yeah, person, you would call the, you
1: sure. would
4: call the park Rangers or whoever and be like hey she left you guys were just here last night I want to make sure that my name is cleared
0: gotcha so the Utah police said our officers did respond to an incident involving Brian and Gabrielle on August 12th however neither of them were the reporting party so somebody saw them fighting and then called the police on what's going on. It said, officers conducted an investigation determined that insufficient evidence existed to justify any criminal charges
3: at the time. Mm. So somebody saw them fighting, and then I'm calling the police. I'm on his Instagram, and it doesn't seem that weird.
1: Well, he said he was an artist drunk. Yeah,
3: but the artist, artistry stuff isn't really that. Well, he, yeah. he has scrubbed it, scrubbed it clean. Yeah, he wow. did after July. He the did said, nothing hey, after July. You got to take that down or before July well, twenty twenty. Calm down, Dexter.
7: <laughs> I think you know what I think. I think this was a hey, let's go out there and figure out if we want to do this. She said, "I figured out I don't want to do it." And he was insistent,
4: and it turned, and it yeah. turned
7: bad.
1: Yeah, he can't oh, leave. No. Yeah. What if know. this is all just a part of uh, Dexter's promotion to come back? Oh, okay. I'm just kidding.
4: I was gonna say, where is because this? There, little so little, 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 another, what were you gonna say? <laughs> well, I, none of the states are involved in the Dexter place.
1: Carmen, I would love to go on vacation with you.
4: <laughs> no. I don't know. No, de- no.
3: Zone? The ring of death? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
4: I see how this works.
3: You no. You ever seen Yellowstone? Hell is, Hell's Triangle? I'm
4: never going on vacation with anyone. Carmen,
2: ever. Let's, go, let's go
1: play chicken on the beach as we go. <laughs> We're going
2: to go to this mountain. It's called Satan's Ball Sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, you're going to love it. It's going yeah. be great. Yeah. lot of uh, desert uh, space uh, out in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Satan's Ball <laughs> Sack. Uh, all right. got to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to give away tickets to things that include the Mike Calta Pre-game tailgate party brought to you by Bud Light happening this Sunday at on Himes Boulevard at Raven James Stadium uh, can we play a little who's tweet is it Calvin sure alright we'll there do that go. when we come <laughs> I love
4: this game <laughs> me too
1: I, do. I love it too you're we'll not do it when we come it. back oh. let's <laughs> go camping it's the Mike Caldas show this is 1025 The Bone
6: you're listening